Hello, hello. Happy Tuesday. And welcome to It's Me, Michelle Castro, the podcast where I'm committed to normalizing those uncomfortable and maybe untalked about conversations and topics from a biblical perspective. So if you're ready, let's get started because we're talking about Proverbs 31. Okay, so before we get started, I have got to tell you guys something. Um, I don't know if anybody, <laughs> I know somebody like, oh my gosh, what is she going to share? Um, I'm not getting super vulnerable like I did last week, but um, anyone else brews super, super easy. Okay, me, like look at me the wrong way and I totally bruise. So this last week, my nephew got married and I was helping our friend do flowers. Uh, side note, I don't do flowers. Like I can't even, I needed to get those frog things to be able to make arrangements. I'm really terrible at it. Um, so I was helping her as in like I was an extra set of hands. Like that was it. So we were putting up the arch, like she was decorating the arch with a couple of arrangements that she had put together. And the venue did not have another ladder. She had a step ladder. So I was like, great. They told me you can stand on a chair. Like they couldn't bring us a ladder because of, um, you know, their uh, liability. But she said you could stand on a chair. Okay, no problem. So I do. I'm helping her and I'm standing on a chair that is a folding chair. And I just want you to get this picture. So it folds down, right? So the point of folding is in the center, right towards the back of the chair. Guess where I stepped when I was done and I was going get to get down? Oh yeah, you guessed it, right there in the center. So what happens? The chair, like, folds up on me. I go falling down. Thank goodness it wasn't too far. But the best part is I grab my friend's pocket and pull her down with me. So that was a fun thing. We looked around and we're like, oh my gosh, was anybody watching? And thankfully nobody was watching. We were a little bit hidden from, it was at a golf course. So we were hidden from the driving range and everything. But now as a result, one my ankles are killing me. My left ankle has bruises all the way up, uh, just about to my kneecap. Uh, it's ugly. And not only do I bruise easily, but it's that ugly, hideous, like yellow, green. Oh, so I don't know how your weekend was, but that's what happened to me this weekend. Aside from that, everything is great. Everything is going really well. And um, so if you did not listen to last week's episode where I just got super vulnerable with you and I shared a couple things and I shared with you uh, what the Lord is doing in my heart and just some, um, a couple, I actually gave you two calls to action. If we want to get super like social media, Instagrammy, I asked you to do two things. If that episode spoke to you in any way, the first is to um, send me a message. And the second is, it, or I'm sorry, the first was to pray. 
pray that the if this is what the Lord would have me do, he would make that very, very clear. The second was to either send me a message or to fill out the Google form that I put together. You can be as anonymous as possible. You can go just to the end and say, yes, I would listen to a podcast about this. Um, or you can fill everything in between. Obviously, I would prefer that you fill out as many questions as possible because it really helps me to get an idea of where everyone's at. Um, but this is a judgment-free zone. I do not have the capability of judging your heart. Only the Lord does. I take this information and I pray over it. And I thank you for being vulnerable with me. And the Lord is speaking through each of you to show me the direction he would have me go. So you can go to, I might mess this up. Um, I believe you can go to bit.ly, so B-I-T dot L-Y slash I-M-M-C Biblical Intimacy. Now, I'm going to check really quick and just make sure that there is not a dash or something in between there. But what I have found out over the years of using Bitly is that um, you have to, it has to all be lowercase because that's how I set it up. So if you can go fill that out, that would be absolutely amazing. Oh, and I didn't even put it down here. So I believe it is bit.ly slash IMMC forward slash IMMC for it's me, Michelle Castro, biblical um, intimacy. I will put the link in the show notes. Okay, so that was five minutes of enough about me. So we're going to talk about the Proverbs 31 woman, and I'm going to keep it short, sweet, and to the point. First, I'm going to tell you a couple of things. One, um, in the research that I've done and the pastors I have spoken to over the years and also more recently, uh, it is widely believed that she is a fictional person. Number two, this is not to be literal. So if she's a fictional person, then, I mean, we can't really take it literally. And then number three, these are really things for us to strive for. I have seen in my lifetime how many people have taken the Proverbs 31 woman, this woman who is described here. So all of Proverbs is Proverbs. They're allegory. They are... um, it's not a historical book. It is poetry. So we can't assume that all of a sudden now in the last chapter and the last part, all of a sudden we're talking about an actual person. It just doesn't make any sense. You can do your own research on that. And if you come to a different conclusion, please, by all means, let me know. But I have and I, I have over the years and just recently heard somebody speak on this from a very literal point of view. You know, when it talks about how she wakes up early. This woman was like, oh, well, you know, you got to wake up early. And I just want to dispel that right here, right now. This is not literal. Um, It's interesting. I went to a funeral recently and, you know, people get up and they talk about the person who died and they talk about this person with these great glowing um you know, remarks. They remember this person so beautifully. And it hit me recently that maybe we could look at Proverbs 31, the end of it, where we're talking about this ideal woman, Proverbs 31 verses 10 through 31, as kind of like a eulogy. 
These are the things that she is known for. This was not a daily activity. She didn't wake up early every single morning. She didn't buy a field and sell a field. She didn't make clothes, you know, made of linen. She didn't give to the poor every single day. Maybe she did, maybe she didn't. But what if this was more, what if we looked at this more like the broad brushstrokes of her life? Overall, she is known as a as an excellent wife. Overall, we know that she took care of her her family. Overall, because of her integrity and the influence that she had and the way she conducted her business, her husband was able to sit and and be praised because of who she is and that he was held in esteem. It doesn't say that her husband sat back and just watched her do all of this stuff. We can assume that because he is sitting in a place of honor, that he also was a man of integrity, that he also was esteemed because he also feared the Lord. And that's the crux of it all. And a few months ago, I shared an episode talking about the most important thing about this Proverbs 31 woman. It's that she feared the Lord. We go back to verse 30, the very end end of everything. And I kind of love that it's at the end because we read through all of this and then we have to get this perspective of, wait a second, she feared the Lord. And I, a friend of mine just sent me over uh, the Bible recap, Tara Lee Cobble. Um, this was day 173, where she talks about Proverbs 31. And I love a couple things that she said in verse 25. It says, um, Strength and dignity are her clothing, and she laughs at the time to come. She doesn't laugh at the time to come because she's like, well, let's just see what happens. She laughs because she lives in fear of the Lord, which means that she doesn't fear tomorrow. She's not worried about what's happening or what's coming. And then Tara Lee goes on to say, if a woman fears the Lord, ultimately, then she's trusting the Lord for everything, which is exactly what we talked about in the episode where I shared this, and I will link that previous episode here as well. Everything is praiseworthy about this woman because it is rooted in who God is. She's not the hero. We are not to esteem this woman in the same way that maybe Catholicism esteems Mary. They are not the hero, this this woman from Proverbs 31, and neither is Mary. Jesus is the hero. God is the hero. They point to the hero. Because in verse 30, what does it say? Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. When we fear the Lord, then we have our priorities in the right perspective. We have things in the right order. Do we do them perfectly? Absolutely not. I think it's very important to understand that the only perfect person talked about in the scriptures is Jesus Christ. That's it. He's the only physical person that has ever been perfect. So even this ideal woman, while we look at her and she is ideal, like these are the broad brushstrokes, these are the things that you want people to say about you, right? After you have passed that they say, oh my goodness, she is. She was a woman of integrity. She was a woman of generosity. She was valuable. She was trustworthy. She was thoughtful and so many other things. I went through Proverbs 31 this morning and I just started as I was reading through it, writing things down about who she is. And it was those things, valuable, trustworthy, thoughtful, kind. She considers her husband. That verse that it says, um, 
She does him, uh, let's see, the heart of her husband trusts in her and he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not harm all the days of her life. She considers her husband first. I know that that hits me and I think, oh man, how many times do I prefer myself over my husband or over other things that need to get done? I want to prefer my husband and I want to give him the glory and the honor that he deserves because God has placed him in the position that he is in. Um, She was hardworking. She was creative. She was industrious. She provides. She's not lazy. She uses her time wisely. She nourishes her family and those in her household. She's a savvy businesswoman. She's entrepreneurial. She's wise in business. She understands the value of her product and she sells it for an appropriate price, right? She has a good work ethic. She sleeps when the work is done. She's generous, selfless. She's not worried about the future like we talked about. She praises the Lord. She takes care of her home. She takes care of Uh, her family's needs. She's praised by her husband. She trusts the Lord. She's not an embarrassment. Like she's not running around doing really stupid things and blabbing her mouth out. She's, um, she's wise and careful with her words. She's caring and considerate. Uh, She's a woman of integrity and she's more concerned with the heart, with her heart. She's supportive. And as a woman who's entrepreneurial myself, and as many of you are as well, I feel like we look at Proverbs 31 as kind of this Christian feminist manifesto. Like we look and go, oh, she bought a field and she sold it. She stays up really late at night. She wakes up super early. So we get to do these things. She's selling things. She's making a profit. She's, well, I think this is where that ideal comes in too. She is a woman of character, a woman of integrity, and her family, well, first and foremost, she fears the Lord. So her priority is God, which then means that her husband and her children are going to come after that. And then somewhere down the line is business. It doesn't say anywhere. And this is what I love that Tara Lee Cobble brought up in the Bible recap that I will link here is that she said, you know what, there might, maybe she probably didn't do all of these things at the same time. Maybe she wasn't entrepreneurial while she was raising her kids. We don't know these things. And I I know that I have been guilty of filling in the blanks and the Lord didn't ask me to fill in the blanks. These are things that he's saying as a whole, one, first and foremost, we need to fear the Lord. And we need to take these things to the Lord first and foremost and always. And we want to be known as women who praise the Lord, who fear the Lord, who trust the Lord, who aren't worried about what's happening tomorrow. We're wise and discerning and we use the wisdom and discernment that the Lord has given us to move forward in the activities that we have in the day. So I'm not saying if you're in business that, okay, you got to sell that thing. I'm saying In everything that we do, we need to understand, do we have our priorities right? Are we seeking one to serve the Lord? Are we fearing the Lord and do we have those things in order? So I hope that this is an encouragement to your heart. If you've got young kids, this woman that I just heard recently who was quite literal in her interpretation of Proverbs 31, I had um, friends that are like, I can't get up early. Like I've just finished nursing the baby at you know three or four in the morning and it's all I can do to crawl back to sleep. I can't, I'm, like I can't get up right now. You got to figure out what works for you right now. Each season is completely different. And if you're using excuses, that's one thing. These are legit things. And you're like, yeah, I like to 
wait until I wake up a little bit and I'm spending time with the Lord in, you know, another time of the day. Again, this is not literal. She was a fictional person. And these are attributes. I would encourage you to look more at the attributes of this woman and strive for those than the specifics. Because each of these specifics that are mentioned here are just an outflowing of her heart, right? Friend, I hope this encourages you because um, anytime I've heard a very literal interpretation of this, I have walked away super discouraged because I'm like, I am not doing all those things. And I just really have appreciated the um, men and women who have come around me and helped me with a, a more a greater understanding of this particular passage. And again, if you have a different interpretation and a different understanding, let me know. I would love to hear that from you. Friend, let's pray. Dear Gracious Father, I pray more than anything that we would look at the heart of this woman who is described in Proverbs 31, that first and foremost, she fears you, which means that she trusts you. She desires to honor you in all that she says and does. Our days are going to look very different. Sometimes they're going to be packed with all kinds of activities that we are doing and and it's clicking along and maybe we are buying and selling a field. And other days it's taking care of the family, providing the meals that are needed that day, maybe doing some laundry, maybe, you know, picking up a few little things. Maybe it's sitting on the couch tending to the needs of a sick child. Lord, whatever it is, you're looking at our our heart. You're looking at our heart and our desire to honor you. I pray that each woman would feel encouraged and in your son's precious name. Amen. Friend, have an amazing day and I will see you next Tuesday with a very special guest. I cannot wait to share her with you. See you then. Really quick, before you go, would you take a second to subscribe to the podcast? Wherever you are listening right now, go find out how you can subscribe. That way you're not going to miss a single episode. And secondly, if you like what you're hearing, would you leave me a review? A five-star review on Apple Podcasts would mean so much to me. Thanks again, and I'll see you next week.